0: Ready for some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pelagic Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be filled, please hang up now.
1: Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott.
0: It's house talk with a happy ending
2: each and every time. Oh.
1: Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now.
3: <laughs> what can I do? Good
1: morning, Tallahassee!
2: A, pre- I a the preamble day. of claps and laughs. <laughs> That's the way to start it off.
3: Well, we have guests today. And the guest here, the last time he was on, we didn't have this intro. We had a previous intro.
2: Oh, so that must be a shocker. So it
3: was a shocker. He started giggling. And I was giggling (laughs) and him giggling. Did it
2: bring back fond memories? It did. (laughs) nice. There you (laughs) go. It's been a long time since I've heard those sounds. Uh, (laughs) And I was only talking about 900 numbers. Just saying.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Batty Wilson. We have Scott Cowart. Friend, of the, Friend show. of the show. And Greg Tisch, our executive producer. Executive. 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 Not e. executive. 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 Today they were mocking my, my um,
1: dialect. Oh, Scott, Scott, your dialect. Scott was, I was not. <laughs> no, her dialect
2: is fine because the Amish do it. Yes. <laughs> so as, every, we were laughing everything about- is okay as long as Amish do it. I was
1: just saying before we started that I, on my show this morning, I was talking about a town in Pennsylvania, a township. It in is Pennsylvania, a and I probably mispronounced it, and it was like Laramie or something like that. Yeah. But I it probably it's probably announced, or I said well, it's probably
2: pronounced like. And yet blue that was not one of the towns Bob. she brought up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I she brought about... up was Blue Ball, <laughs> Blue Ball, intercourse, Burden in burdenham, uh, yes, and burdenham. In it's
3: intercourse, yes. not inter. Inter,
2: yes. yes. Don't
1: forget foreplay. Yes. Yeah. We don't have
3: a town named foreplay. I checked.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of the ladies did. <laughs>
2: uh, Georgia and Colorado
0: both have a climax, so. yeah.
3: and the ladies have not found that right. either. That's true too. It's the Amish. <laughs>
2: Responsible for all.
3: I know. I wish we had Amish here. They make some good furniture and quilts and booze and fireplaces and
2: fireplaces. That's true. I'm pretty sure they do a lot of good things.
3: They do. They put a barn together in like an afternoon, like three hours. It's
2: like a -a Chickafluff. Have you ever watched videos of that? Like three and
3: a
1: A A half hours. Amazing. And they say my pleasure. Yes. And they do. Right. They're very kind. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha. They're very.
3: very
2: That's probably what they say in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Because the Amish do.
3: We say a lot of things because the Amish do. (laughs) They'll say out in the light instead of turn off the light. Red up the room, tidy.
2: Red up, the red re- up the room. Is get, that instead R-E-D of get ready, I'm getting red.
3: the room ready. It's red up the room. R e a d, red up. I'm not. It is.
1: And by the way, it is intercourse. I
3: it's know, but it. that's not how we say oh, it. You say inter. Oh, okay. We just say intercourse.
1: You also have. You also wow. have. <laughs> <laughs> you also have. right? A um, um, mount joy. Yes, we do. <laughs> you have an ono.
3: A litte.
1: Confluence Versailles. Efrida, Egypt, Dallas, Houston, scalp level. Do you know who else is from Efrida? And climax. You actually have a climax. Do you know
3: level. who's from Efrida that we all know? No. Doug and Brian, Brian K. Will. Yeah. He just went up there. He and our friend uh, and heck, sh- he went up to Lancaster County. And oh, sh- it's Lancaster. Shiny. It's not Lancaster. Like mm-hmm. California is Lancaster. We're Lancaster. Lancaster. No G.
1: Lancaster. And and everybody's favorite Jugtown. About that one. Would be, be on my, my top, top head. Head. <laughs> and that's right next to Mount Joy. Of course, <laughs> it is. I, I mean, yeah.
2: why as well it, be. it would be. Right? I, mean, I worked at Mount one Joy for a while
3: hope. when I was selling. Uh, um, we
2: know what you were selling. RV.
3: That's <laughs> true. I was selling those Thousand Trails Campground memberships. Though.
0: I bet Mount Joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Whatever it's a Cute little say. town.
3: They have the largest car auction in the country.
0: In Mount Joy? Mm-hmm. Really? It's true.
3: It's right what? next I'm to Pride.
0: Lying. Mount Pride. There's a big car show. There okay.
3: is. There's an anti-car show in Hershey.
0: Hershey. Uh, no. There's a- Carlisle. 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 They have
3: one in Hershey, and then they have a huge RV show, and then one in Carlisle. Both.
0: Okay, so... So, are you
3: ready? So, we have Joe West.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Joe. Thanks, guys. It's been years. It has been. It's been a long time. So you don't we're call. Here you to- don't write. I feel so cheap. And I no get to
3: see you every other week. Now, every week.
0: Now, every week. Yeah. Just boy, like I've been I've been excited, so, Joe is the
3: Veterans Day, Vet Day, Vet Inc. Let's say... No. It's Veterans... What is it? Veterans... Veterans- Vet Events Tally Inc he is the president emeritus.
0: That of, means I don't have a job anymore.
3: Of the board. You know, he has a job now. Because <laughs> Patty recruited him. Patty's Patty's like losing her mind. So That's all right. So Patty is the interim president.
0: Our, On, our president is has been sick. He has John, our friend John. it's going to be another probably five or six weeks for yeah, he's back to speed. He was not expecting this. And if you look at a calendar, six weeks out would put it about, oh, I don't know, November 6th. <laughs> um, so we've we've had to. Mesh other jobs.
3: Patty needs to read the terms of engagement before she volunteers to be a vice president again. No
0: no rules of engagement. Rules
3: and terms of engagement. Oh, that was a movie.
2: One of those. (laughs) (sighs) Be engaged, Patty. Just be engaged. I'm engaged.
3: Uh, Yes. Anyway, yes, I met with with a fantastic Irwin Jackson today with Mm -hmm. Jackson Property, who gave us a check, sponsored. We have uh, Kraft Nissan, who also was kind enough to sponsor. We have Altrua, also very kind to sponsor us. Uh, capital city bank capital city bank who's the what is the
0: sherwood springs sherwood
3: springs so thank you oh you let me do this I, It is nice because i get to see like erwin i spent an hour and a half with him <laughs> and it was really nice because he told me how he went into business like because i'm in real estate he asked me how i was like i had so many questions i'm like since i have your attention and i asked him probably 30 questions and he was so willing to answer it was real and then i asked could his property manager ellie come on the show and he said yes he'd love that she would come on So yeah, we had a great time. She's
0: a great girl. It was Uh very nice.
3: So Joe's here. Talk about the updates for the Veterans Day Parade, date, time. Go ahead, Joe. Okay,
0: this year, uh, we have always done the Veterans Day Parade on November 11th, unless it would fall on a Sunday, in in which case we would do it on the 12th. This year, with the November 11th being on a Saturday, um, TPD came to us and said, "Hey, we got a we got FSU in Miami and." And a FAMU home game on that Saturday. There's no way we can provide the support you need from us to uh, to do this safely, and, there. and so we moved. We've moved the parade this year to November 10th, and the times for everything will be the same as they always are. the The motorcycles will roll at about 10:40. Um, everybody, the motorcycles will stop at the Vietnam Memorial, uh, where we will take part this year in the opening ceremonies. And if I can just take a brief minute to talk, uh, every year. At 11 o'clock on November 10th, the FSU Army ROTC posts a 24-hour watch at the Vietnam Memorial, um, similar to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier watch. And two cadets march back and forth um, along each column of granite. Everything is done with uh, heel and toe commands, no voice commands at all. Um, it's really, really cool to see. And if you've not seen it, I really encourage everyone To get out there and take a look at it uh it goes from 11 o'clock on november 10th and they close it at 11 o'clock on november 11th so it's 11 11 11 and this year normally we are part of the closing ceremony this year we'll we will be part of the opening ceremony um, where we'll we'll do the same things we do on the on the 11th or yeah the same things we do on the 11th we'll do this year on the 10th the difference this year probably a few people will notice is that we will have uh three C one hundred thirty special operations plane special operations planes out of Hurlburt Field, um doing a flyover. Oh cool. Yeah. Uh, Katie Katie Kaplan has worked very hard and got that That's accomplished. Um it's gonna be a great day. Uh we'll have our festival in the park. Altrua Global Solutions, one of our primary sponsors, will uh will have their hometown hero uh celebration in the park that day. We do the vet fest in the park, which the chain of parks, most people are familiar with it now. Um I don't know. I think we've we've got like last year. I think we had like close to 50 vendors. I don't. I am. We just opened registration out, and what we're going to have this year. But um, I'm we working on it. Yeah, I know you are, and we're 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 going to uh, we encourage everyone to come by the park either before or after the parade. Um, check out the vendors. A lot of them are, are veteran-owned businesses. A lot of them are veteran service organizations that are there for information for people. It's just a it's a, a good place to go, and it's a very family-oriented event. And then uh, the parade, of course, will start at 11. Right after the flyover, we do the taps down Monroe Street. Um, A a lot of you, are, I think, are familiar with it. Um, It took us six years to get it right. But uh, we start with taps at the Vietnam Memorial. And then trumpeters from the various high school bands and the marching chiefs um, are stationed at about every 200 feet. And they, they play echo taps down the whole length of Monroe Street. And at the conclusion of echo taps... Is when we'll have the flyover and that's when the parade will start rolling out of the staging area. So the parade starts at 11? 11. 1030, like
2: so, 1045. So vendor-wise will they be there beforehand? Do you encourage oh, yeah. people to come out beforehand?
0: The vendors the vendors we get into the park um, no later we, we encourage them to set up between seven and nine okay. but they have to be set up and open by nine and then we usually are there till about two o'clock in the afternoon. Correct. Right. I'm the, very excited. Through the
1: years. Just because i've I've before I start working here before i I'd, I'd start going and being in the parade, I would always go to the parade. It was just a wonderful event. I remember back on Adam Street when it <laughs> kept kicking back on but the way that this parade has grown and grown and grown each year is a great testament to all the hard work that goes on so and when- yeah with, with everybody working so hard that i mean I, I can remember years where it was just one line of people all the way down the road now it's three, four, five six,
0: seven, eight deep
3: <laughs> can you can you talk about the Grand Marshal?
0: yes we can this year's grand marshal is going to be uh, uh i hate to say former marine because i'm going to catch it for that marine uh, he's a marine yeah he's just not on active duty now Mike Mike has is uh, uh been the treasure was the treasurer of Betty events tally from from 2010 when we formed up until last year year before last and mike has just given a lot to make this parade what it is today it takes a lot of people to do this it's I get all the I get all the credit because I'm in front, but there's there's ten people behind me that are busting their butts to make sure everything happens. The what way was happened.
3: Mike's um, rank?
0: Mike was a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps,
3: and he looks every bit of it. Yeah, <laughs> he and looks like he and, could take you right now, like.
0: And it's annoying because he's got way more hair than I do. <laughs> uh, I don't like that very much. No,
3: he's a very nice he's, man. He's, he's been a, very welcoming to me. Yeah, he's he's, very nice. he's an awesome, guy. and it's a great honor for him. And he was very surprised when you announced it. Yeah, we well stick with us. We have Joe West. It's Patty and Scott. 850656
2: Triple Zero Nine I don't have the time to help you unwind all the ways you don't approve. I don't even know why my name's in your mouth, but I
1: think I'm getting to the truth. Nothing you say is making sense today, so I think I'll take my cue. Younger, Welcome
3: back. It's Patty and Scott. We have a second guest. Yay! Rare, very rare. We have a second guest. I and mean, now, ever wanted, since I mean, COVID,
2: we barely have one.
3: I know. I just don't think about it. I get overworked. You know. I just. I wish. Sometimes I get. Believe it or not, I'm very introverted, and I get a little hesitant about asking people. When I ask so, them,
2: they think I'm not serious.
3: Do they? <laughs> I invited myself. That's the best way, honestly. (laughs) I did just show up. I mean, that's what I do. So this is my friend and client, Amy, and we had a huge situation that ended up in court. So I think it's a great lesson for the realtors who listen, as well as buyers and sellers.
2: Gonna give us the backdrop.
4: Go ahead, Amy. I was under contract for a home, gave an earnest money deposit. Due to the inspection that was received, I felt that I did not want to purchase this home, couldn't purchase this home, it was uninsurable, and tried to back out of the contract, terminate the contract, if you will. And the seller, the other party, failed or or refused to sign the termination form. And so an interpleader got filed by the title company, and we ended up going to court, had a trial yesterday. so far i think i think i'm gonna have good news when it comes to the trial i had all my paperwork in order all the documentation in order um but the trial itself was um slightly entertaining to say the least
2: so just for clarification you decided not to go through the contract within the time period that yes. you were allotted whatever typically and 15 if days. it's a tbr it's 15 days if it's a far bar it's well we 10, had but-
3: notified them before Right, because the way her addendum was written, which is even worse than it could have been, was the addendum said because she had no money, the seller had no money, okay, and we were the second contract on the house, so she was a backup. Okay, the contract was written at the end of that 15 days, so on day 16, the binder would be released to the seller. Okay, and she knew that because she signed it. Right. So before day 14, the listing agent, his name's Garrett, and I had been chatting. About this polybutylene, you know, I thought it was just in one area, super easy to fix. So we're talking about plumbing. Plumbing. Polybutylene pipe had gone through a class action suit in 1993 to 1995, and it was very popular in Mm -hmm. the 80s and the early 90s. And it has, it's prone to leaking. So now it's uninsurable. I thought because the only place that it was seen in the four point, the photo was the supply lines on the exterior. We had a WDO inspection. We go in the home. I called the inspector. I'm like, where is the where is this? Like first of all, I didn't even know where the water heater was because it was behind a wall. Got it. It had a panel. And I was like, where is this polybutylene? So I called him and he goes, Patty, it's in the attic. It had been repiped in the eighties, nineteen eighty three to be exact, he thought. And it was repiped, and I was like, the whole attic? And he's like, yeah, the whole thing. So she was with me because she was at her inspection, and that's when we re- discovered it. And then we were like, well, the only way to go through this was either to um, go above the list price and back it out. You know, she would basically finance her own. Because free in plum. essence,
2: it's being uninsurable because it's the Exactly. That if they weren't to change it. Then she couldn't buy the house because right. you can't get insurance. Right. And if you're getting a mortgage, you got to have insurance. So
3: you look at it and she goes, she didn't even have money to move.
2: She doesn't the even seller. have a thousand
3: dollars to move. Right. Or get ready to move because she would have left before the contract date had been up, the closure right. date. So she's not going to have that money to replumb. So we were just trying to figure it out for a couple of days, Garrett and I.
2: Like how, how you can make it work, work. because it has it you still wanted the house but it yes. had to be fixed in order for you to buy it and although
3: i'm not her appraiser we didn't even get that far i am M- an appraiser and i can look and see yes it might work to me and i was like i don't know i don't know if it'll work and any time you don't know you don't want to go further beyond that 15 days to find out because that money's going back to her
2: right well i mean uh- to your point, if she didn't, if the seller didn't have the money to move out, then it's unlikely she, did not she would have, have the, money. the money to fix it before. And you purchased the house, which is what would be required the, in order for you to get insurance.
3: And because of some of the things that the agent was sharing about her situation, made us nervous that even if she agreed, had a plumber come in and do the work and do it, that she may not vacate. So,
2: so you can't. Prepay for it I because can. if you were she she would she could stay there and you've just bought her. new If
3: piping. it was our listing, yeah. there have been times where we have We've prepaid, done, correct. But in this case, that was con- not an option. We
2: have more control when it's your listing. When, it, when it's our listing, however, this not, if this
3: if that seller bit our seller, we wouldn't have even gotten we to contract two. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't have happened. So anyway, an interpleader. I don't know the legal definition, but it goes like this: she. She terminates within her 14 days. Technically, she unilaterally should be able to receive her money back. However, the second the seller responds it says no that money's mine the title company's out of it they can't represent anyone so that money there's a legal just, term they're just
2: an intermediary right. they're just holding the phone they're
3: just they're they have to file they're the actual plaintiff right. in a, a pleader. and then it goes to the courthouse and the money's deposited in the registry and so there was mediation nothing worked out and then we go to court two days ago now wednesday which is why we didn't record
2: so is it do- yesterday is it dollar for dollar is what? it dollar so whatever no. the escrow is is that the amount that is then transferred
3: no because the the title company is allowed to take their court costs out of That's it where I was so going. it's like 684 is the balance
2: so even even if you're there and you win you're still out some money because yeah. Three, the title company is something like that yeah. well
4: out. yes and no i mean yes is the Temporarily. short answer but however the court can order that the other defendant, Correct. the other person, pay those court costs. Now, just because you have a court order for someone to pay you court costs doesn't, does mean, that, they'll do doesn't it. mean they will. do. However, Correct. there are opportunities to garnish wages, garnish bank accounts, those types of things. Right. Um, so there is an opportunity there. It's just a matter of how far do you want to take it.
2: Right. I mean, the, the, the sad part of all of it is going into something like this and having to take on all of this responsibility mm-hmm. for the mere purpose of trying to purchase a home.
3: I I have sold a lot of homes, and this has never happened. I've never been through an interpleader. You're welcome. I had no idea. You're right. welcome. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. No and longer a virgin. Like, and, and luckily, Susan Thompson was very kind in the beginning. Oh, she was very kind anyway. Mm-hmm. She's very yes. professional, very professional, and very kind. And she notified us, like, I'm going to uh, – she's contesting. I'm going to try and talk to her. And then she's like, well, that's not going to work. And she told me to not – to be on the lookout and not have any contact
2: and in doing so, she
3: warned me that the girl was not happy that we were so, doing
2: this. were you advised as to what the rationale was for the reason that mm-hmm. they were not i was told going to give the money back
3: she did we were wasting her time
2: not actually a good argument not a okay. legal argument
3: right well remember and Sometimes I go through this, like, blip where I get it. And then I'm like, no. So she had a previous contract, we found out in the hearing, that was a $3,000 binder. Okay. And she released that. Okay. And she's like, I don't want to go this or again. I'm just getting that money. Like, I'm not. She's seeing money that should be hers. She's not seeing it as, I really, really believe with her ment- mental health challenges, she did not get it. Because she was consistent. That's my money. That should be my money. Why should I take my house off the market for you? That's my money. But
2: she did not feel that way on round one. Oh, she probably did. But still signed the But release. Garrett
3: told me, yeah. she And he told me that the first one, he didn't say the details. He just said it was a challenge. And we obviously, it was a competing offer in the beginning. And she was the second offer. So she was in backup position.
2: So, so do we know why that person backed out?
3: Polybutylene pipes and electrical. It wasn't just the polybutylene; it had cloth. Wrapped. Was it just?
2: Dis- was it disclosed afterwards? Uh, no. So here- only the polybutylene. So that was disclosed.
3: Yeah, Garrett, the agent, was kind enough to send me photos. She did not disclose. She right. did not redisclose. But Garrett, it's his license. Right,
2: right. I'm I mean, s- no, it's I'm our talking, duty. I'm talking about her, and I'm talking no. about the seller. She property did
3: not, and, no, and I brought it up not. in the hearing. No, she did not. Okay. She had what five agents total? And two terms being for sale by owner. I think it was
2: five. And is this the only funds that she withheld are kept? Nope. No. So there's more. There's
3: another inner pleader in place. After you. Yes, Yes, after me. And Patty, me. I like to talk about myself in the third person. I'm sure you have an analysis of that. Well, the Amish do. Go on. uh, The Amish do. So she goes, uh, so Patty's like looking in the court, which I do. I'm like, oh, there's nothing under it. Amy, Holy Spirit, I swear to God. Let me let Bridget. Looked it up, second interpleader. Like, oh. What had the contract in it so I could read it? Part of her issue with us was that she had to the sell seller. the house. Great, right. the seller's issue with us is she had to sell the home for forty thousand dollars less. Well, yeah. that is absolutely not true because the second contract was one eighty three and ours was like one eighty nine something. Mm-hmm. So there's six thousand dollars, and she'd been through several realtors in there. This was her like the end of the last like.
2: Did we, uh, what was the quote to fix this? Poly- we, did, we didn't way. get to
3: see it. She wouldn't let us in the house for a quote. Interesting. So, again, Garrett, very lovely person. He's a broker for Frog. We'll continue in the next segment and I'll tell you how much, I, I'll tell you what happened.
2: Stay tuned.
3: Patty and Scott, 850 656 0009. I don't get words. My name's right. Patty. That's Scott Coward. We have Tish behind the glass. have a show with me. us. It's now purposeful. Say love be. Say love
2: Well, why so give words on. if you're I going listened to listen to it? it for I, think us. I think I
3: was in Dillard's and it came on. I was like, really? Shazam. Shazam.
2: What was it like Muzak? or was it like yeah, real? Yeah, it was the
3: tone.
1: Do you
2: remember yeah. Musak? Yeah. I, I mean,
3: I'm, I worked for Sears. <laughs> I definitely <know laughs> Muzak. We
1: literally had a conversation <laughs> on my show this morning about <laughs> Musak. <laughs> you can go on YouTube. I definitely know I worked for Sears. And you can uh, search Kmart music and they have like two hours of the music. Well, nice. Oh, that's oh hilarious. it's hilarious. We still nice. need
3: to do like TV show theme songs. Okay. Maybe next week that would be or fun. pick our, our favorite TV show theme song. So uh, before the break, we were talking about interpleader and what it really is. And then Amy and the seller went to mediation that nothing happened. I mean, Amy was congenial, offered, she was like, yeah. So there, nah. Offered, <laughs>
2: she just grunts. Offered what? What did we I offer? I don't
3: know, because I wasn't there, and you can't really like say, but you know, she said it was congenial. You can't- We're not allowed to Not to tell the terms. The,
4: the terms of mediation or anything discussed in mediation yeah. but you have to, is like, confidential. Some offer
3: in through mediation, in any mediation, offers are made. Yes. One-sided right. maybe, both sides. It doesn't, but in the end, it, it didn't go anywhere, so we went to trial- Administrative Judge Trial. This is what we had the
2: other day. Correct. Okay. Tuesday. Because mediation was a failure.
4: At 3.30.
2: Got it. Till 6. Wow. That's a long time for an interpleader.
4: With two witnesses.
2: Wow. That's a very long time.
4: How long was Patty on the stand? (laughs) Maybe an hour and a half. (laughs) Wow. Patty was on for
3: an hour and a
2: half. Salacious. It was a lot. Yeah. Some of
3: it was pure entertainment. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. I really did. Dragging it out. No, not that. Not at I mean, all. she was just aggressive.
2: So she she is representing herself, and, right? And Amy was
3: representing herself, but right, she was but very you're, prepared. You're
2: able to ask Amy whatever was, questions. The that seller was, that was not so prepared.
3: And... Amy asked her before the hearing. Do you did you get the packet of emails that I gave you? Uh-uh. She grunts at her. Uh-uh. And then Amy's like, I offered, I offered. So then she had these beautiful binders with exhibits all lined up, file, like everything was delineated. So far, I like. And gave to the, ju- well, copy of the judge. The judge is like so impressed. And there was Amy like. no retentive does have a lot. And, well. then, yes, the, and mean, then the seller's like, oh, running. And she's stretching and her hair and she's just, the bailiff had to go over to her several times in the two and a half hours we were there and be like, you need to like slow your emotions down. It was a mess.
2: And so the idea behind it is that she's asking questions, as you were as well, and then getting a response. And at some point at the end of this, the judge would make a decision? Technically. Correct. Okay. What you could, that, but she mean? reserved
3: the right to revoke, to, to reserve her Who is she? hearing, Judge Richardson. Okay.
2: reserve the right to do what?
3: Hold her um, r- ruling until days later.
2: And has that happened? We
3: have not heard. She said by the end of the week.
4: Um, yes, the court documents of well, the court minutes says what we should hear by the end of the week. Inquiring
2: and- minds will want to know.
4: Well, it would be, no offense, Judge, Richards, just
3: insane if she lost. First of all, I read the contract almost verbatim by my own little eyeballs and my memory of what what clauses affect the termination, right. And then I described. I said, and the agents I, you know, we host through Mosley teach in the evenings. I teach them that like, each line has a number, mm-hmm. each line is a promise. It's a, it's a line in the clause. Each clause is separate but equal. If it was all enwrapped, we wouldn't need a termination. Well,
2: there's no reason in the world that you can't terminate.
3: Yeah, but she did not either. Chose not, not to get it. To didn't get czar. it. She's like, well, you didn't have. She was relying on the fact that she didn't have a full inspection she was not reading the clause it says you just need a licensed inspector it didn't have to be all the inspections she was like well you didn't have a full like she could have brought a plumber in she She could have have also
2: delivered to you the original information that would have told you that would have have made all this go away
3: previous buyer asked that she not share the full so she paid for the four point through the home inspector,
2: which is fine. But you, but she, she the was seller, obligated, which still I said, knew and should have. Disclosed. And I said
3: that I said whether you believed it or not does not mean you did not have to disclose. C- correct, correct. You had to disclose, and I brought up the Supreme Court case Johnson v. Davis, and the judge looked at me like.
2: So in essence, you knew that? So I'm in like, essence, I knew it. what the seller is saying is that she wanted you to spend money on a fruitless um inspection in order for you to then terminate
3: well then let's go back to the plumbing so after we had you know the wdo she had a quote she got a quote from a plumber and it wouldn't be our plumber because she didn't trust us so the listing agent went and got a quote from brown's plumbing and we'd never seen it but she had it and it said on there there's polybutylene
2: and you found that out well
3: i knew from garrett
2: in, just we found re, just out recently. the document in court. Right? Yeah. Yes,
3: but I knew that. So
2: she's brilliant too. Yeah, she. she also I mean, we <laughs>
4: knew it was polybutylene. We didn't need Brown's Plumbing to, to tell us it was polybutylene. Right. right. And the inspection that that the seller filed with the court states explicitly, "quote unquote," polybutylene piping in the home. Recommend this is uninsurable. Uninsurable, or oftentimes denied by insurance. Recommend to replace the piping. The polybutylene pipes. So, when did she file that? On uh, September the 20th.
3: So what was funny was she was like, she said, that's not the real, insp-. and the judge had She's to say. She's seller. She, the judge said to her, you filed it. She's like, anybody can cut and paste. And the judge kept saying, but you, but filed. you filed it. This came from you. Right. They had to go print it off so I could read it to her. And they made me read, not made me, but they did make me, but they made me read the home inspection to her.
2: Well, in essence, if you had a licensed plumber come in, had she let you? So you, you, I'm saying you cannot get your money back because I need you to do these things, but I'm not going to allow you to do them because Mm -hmm. you would, if you had an inspector, the inspector is just going to say that they can't give you any more specifics to see a licensed plumber to which you would have done. Had you had the ability
4: to. And not only that, not only were we not able to get any kind of estimates for plumbing or electrical, Anything. we weren't trusted. I wasn't able to get an inspection performed because she would not allow it. And so which I had no choice. Which is the reason why she's
2: not giving the money back.
4: Which <laughs> which I had no choice but to purchase an old four-point inspection, mm-hmm. which was about 10 days old. So right. I was okay with that. I felt comfortable with that inspection. Right, for,
2: for your end. For my but, end. Right.
4: But... That's. But she was also upset that I had fraudulently somehow obtained this inspection. When I had a receipt that I paid $125 for my name to be transferred on it, it was allowable. The inspection company allowed for that, and she was very upset over that.
3: And the one reason why it is allowable is because the buyer terminated. So in our contract with the termination, it clearly states buyer must hand over any inspection copies to the seller. So at that point, it's no longer really the buyers. It's the sellers. Yes. So it didn't really matter.
2: So with, with whatever the ruling that comes back, are the, does the judge then make a ruling based on the amount of money that's now with the court? Or can they add these additional fees back in that is going to cost you? So whatever the title agency is holding as a result.
4: So the title um, company. three hundred dollars. Sure, the title company has deposited the remainder of the six hundred and some odd dollars into the court depository, which right. is essentially—it sounds like an escrow that it's the court. That's a holding zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, the those three hundred and seventy something dollars. I have requested that the judge um, grant that the other party, the seller, be responsible to pay those back to me. So there is an option for that. I'm hoping for that. Um, but we'll see when the final order comes.
2: So when that comes, you would get the money out of the kitty from the court, but then it's up to the seller to actually pay you the money if mm. the judge were to award you that. Correct. Right. Interesting.
4: And it could get to a point where it's not even her choice to pay it. Right.
2: So. I mean, that, that very well could be. That's you know. Why but you we can't sit there and of... say you don't
3: have polybutylene when you have a quote that you won't let anyone to see, see that says you have polybutylene. She didn't trust him. So get this. This was the kicker for me. So we all share the same home inspectors. I knew the name of the home inspector. I had a home inspection with this home inspector 10 days ago. And I said, can I ask you about this home inspection? He goes, sure, I'd love to. Because he was just abused through the process. He said when he went to that home inspection, they would not permit the buyer or the buyer's agent to go in. Wow. He was the only one allowed in there. And then when he was fun finished and gave the report, all she did was call him and screaming. He said, screaming, Patty. Screaming about what he wrote in that report. It was all a lie. He was a lie. It was, he must be a friend of the buyer. He's a friend of the agent. Agents lie. Everybody lies. She's taking me to the board. She's taking me to frac. She's taking me. Like, it's just screaming. That's all she does. But he said he, she would not allow the buyer or the buyer's agent to attend their own inspection. And they still wanted to buy the house. Now, I didn't know that until then.
2: Yeah, the, the those at home would likely want to know what's so magical about this house that it would they would be willing to go through such pain really and agony pr- to It was to very,
3: very cute. It was a chocolate factory. It was really they cute. Very it. sweet home. Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009.
1: You push my, push my...
3: That song is going to be in your head all Saturday. You're all welcome. Saturday. I'm Patty and Scott Cowart. Greg Tish is behind the glass. Our website's Patty and Scott. I know you're shocked. Very clever. Everything we do Very is Patty clever. and Scott. Patty and Scott. We had pictures yesterday. We did have Cole pictures Zimmerman. yesterday. Thank you. Thank you, Cole Zimmerman. I mean, Thanks for the I light really, under really the chin. do not. I know. I don't look like I have a thyroid disease. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like. I have had photos taken and dreaded the look, and then I was like, "I'm I look good? <laughs> like I've lost weight? Like you don't know? Like the camera? I've lost weight? Like that was shocking to me.
2: It, that you lost weight, or Did that I look like I good? lost weight?
3: No, I've lost a lot of weight, but I didn't. I I told the lady at Tillards when I showed her the pictures because they came through, and she's like, "I want to see." I said, "I you know what you." T- the last 15 is the 15 I've really noticed. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was just fat, mm-hmm. fat upon fat. But now I'm like, huh, it's really working. But this has been you know, a year and a half, and I just now feel it.
2: Well, that's an so, accomplishment in those photos in and, of
3: and Scott always, I mean, not to toot your horn or anything, but always looks beautiful. Trim, sleek, very handsome. And there's Patty. At least she's funny. <laughs>
1: like, oh, was that not the clapping? <laughs> okay.
3: At least she's funny. So, but it, I think together, like we had a lot of personality. Cole brought out a lot of personality. It was very fun. And then in the evening, we were able to go back to a studio and bring our team. Yes, that was fun too. Everyone got along. They had just some of them had just met. Correct. I knew them all, but they didn't all know each other because they work full time or. It was nice. It was very nice. And evening. then we
2: went uh, afterwards to uh, uh, Blue Halo and we sat in the Greg Tisch booth. Because I think that the last time we were at Blue Halo, <laughs> we
3: should do that every so like, often. Think, it was really
1: nice. That's a long drive for oh, uh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah like yeah. five yeah, sure. minutes.
3: Uh, yeah,
1: five, six uh, minutes. I'll
3: pick you up and okay. I'll drop okay. you off. All right. yeah. It was a very nice evening. Yeah. It was a whole nice day. Good. It really was. So, And then I. I invited myself to Greg Tish's Hall of Fame ceremony for TCC. That's not
2: true. I did. And that was when? It was last week. Mm -hmm.
3: And he was inducted into the Tallahassee Community College, soon to be known as something else, Hall of Fame. And I really like, it was such a, it was cool because I thought Dana Brooks was there and she was also inducted. But when they were showing the slides prior to the ceremony, I thought, oh, they're showing past I'm like, clearly. That's she thought, was too. a member. Clearly she was a member of this Hall of Fame before. I mean, she's Dana Brooks. But no, she was being inducted and she sat next to us in another table. It was really nice. She wasn't
1: brought... that a nice It was ceremony. really nice and it was
3: fun. It wasn't stiff.
1: And I and, and you know how much I hated it. I mean I was You were
3: I've never seen you shake and be
2: nervous. For what reason? Ever. I just
1: don't like the I mean it might sound funny. I just don't I don't do what I do for that. No, I, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but but have it. But I knew the spotlight was going to be on me at some point, and I just wanted it to be on me and then this, get back. Like off. when people
2: say nice things about my work, I usually haven't tell Pat. I just I'm... I, and, and, I I mean, I greatly, greatly appreciate. Of course. it. Hell, I am in a hall of
1: fame. I know, but it was. It's taken me a week and a, few, a couple of days to realize. How amazing this is. is. But that night, Scott, if you had seen me. He was shaking.
3: And it, me sitting next to him, I'm like, oh, they're doing. The first lady goes, up, I'm like, oh, they're doing this in alphabetical order. And I said, which is worse being first or last? And he was last. Oh, <laughs> and I know it. Thing. He was a little and,
1: tea. and what was hilarious is my best friend, Dave Teams, was with us also. And the gentleman that was inducted before us, multimillionaire, inventor. Uh, rocket scientist. Yeah. And teams looks at me and he goes, and points to the guy's video. Aren't you glad you last?" No, the guy went. He goes, "He's a rocket scientist. Right. So you're next. What are you?" Just it was
3: like, so cool. Like he made the little o-rings that let you know if one of those large engines going up in like Starlink or whatever are overheating.
1: Yeah. Oh, he, every single like airplane, but, every rocket. He's like
3: 5958. Five, like he's but obviously Freaking astrophysicist, like amazing.
1: And
2: then I was up right after him. So does it, are the inductees a person that has once gone to TCC or worked or is it just It's gone to TCC. Attended. Got it.
3: So if you were like, let's say me, and you attended half of the time with TCC and the other half of the time with this shall be named later. You're in. You're a hall of famer for which one?
2: Oh 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 oh! Well, I mean, if it's, so, if so as long if as you once TCC attended,
1: and then and then the Dale Mabry College. No,
3: it is mm. not going to be the Dale Mabry. Please, do no, not even Dana Brooks was like that. It's is just ridiculous. you and Dana are
1: the ones that hate it. Yeah, I love think it. there's
3: more than us.
2: The prostitutes in Tampa are loving it. <laughs> I will say that strippers. They'll be like, okay. pimp,
3: pimp Mabry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> are we allowed to say pimp anymore? I think that's I don't anti know. fair oh, that's, housing.
1: Mm. No, it's against the pimps. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, they just want. <laughs> They wanna be called business people. What was
3: the Oh I didn't think of that? Oh show.
2: my. But thank you for coming with me. That, oh, what, it was, that was really
3: nice. Says, says
2: yeah. every person on Love After Lockout, when you see their, their <laughs> occupation, <laughs> entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Uh, okay. The... Digital creator. Oh, yeah. the, uh, digital creator. All right. In person only fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, thank producers. you. Producers. I'm like, I'm not buying this for a second. Look,
3: I'm a digital creator.
2: <laughs> but thank you, Patty. I'm, well, I really mean it. Like it was
3: an honor to go with you. I was like, oh, Thank you. I'm gonna fill a seat. I'm a seat filler.
1: <laughs> and the food was. Good. I get
3: to get food. I get to get. I get to get. I got food. I received food. You received food and I had a drink. Like it was really nice. Like got to kind mingle. Of drink? Karen Moore.
2: They had cocktails. Bars. for real. Full mm-hmm. bar. Nice catered food. Nice. It was nice.
1: It, Tasty. Well,
3: brand. Yeah. No, was, I just uh, had. Um, I had catering. one of those. Um, <laughs> proof oh, yeah. beers. I did too. Like uh, oh, yeah. it was a light, crispy beer. It was nice. Yeah.
1: Like mm. I. I, I and, and
3: water. It. I had water. I had club soda with a, a little lime or a little orange in it. It was good.
1: They did it. Yeah. It was, you would I it
3: thought was,
2: about texting you to it ask. It was located what where? At, at TCC. TCC. I mean, but where? Yep. In, TCC? in the ballroom.
3: Yeah. The student ballroom, they call it, which yeah. is hard to believe. But
2: now that's what they should call Del Mabry. The ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> back to Can we Amy. agree on that? Get, back to, get off <laughs> of me, back, back to
3: interplaters and. We only got cellars. a couple minutes.
2: But so anyway, so
3: in the end, like, how was this process for you, Amy? It was like, intense. You've was... been, like, a little nervous to buy a home now. I,
2: I mean, who wouldn't be after this? I
3: know.
4: Yeah, I, I've been um, – I, I don't Um, know if it's so much nerv- – I, I understand intellectually that, that not all contracts, and this is – an interpleader is a very rare thing to occur. But the intensity of it has just drained me to the point where I'm – I just – hadn't wasn't able to just continue to look for a home with the same excitement that i had been i get it
2: i mean it would suck i'm not even questioning
4: that you know it's like
2: i think i think sometimes at least for me i'll speak for myself is like if i understand something Mm -hmm. i i feel like i can get past it and move on and i would probably be interested in moving right along but it's the lack of understanding because there's no rhyme or reason until you've experienced it,
3: you don't understand it. It's like what crazy. we ta- we talked a couple of weeks ago about blind ads. Like, what would be a blind ad? I can remember sitting in school. What's a blind ad? Now you see it on social media all the time. The agents post the listing and they don't post their brokerage name. Mm-hmm. That's a blind ad. So I send sweet little notes. You know, you can get in a lot of trouble. That's a blind ad. So with Amy, like, I had no idea. So now it's I'm rethinking everything about disclosure. It has completely changed my my. I think our office disclosure policies, what I'm going to train the new agents that work with us about disclosure, that if they don't or refuse to disclose, you walk. Like, there isn't even a question. You leave the room. It is not, you are not doing it. I had the privilege of that it. as a
2: new agent where I walked into a house where clearly there was mold. Yep. And I and was he like, did. I'm out. I'm like, I'm not doing this.
3: You called me and you're like, I said, you got to go. She yeah. refuses to disclose, you're out. We don't carry enough liability insurance for that. I don't think anyone does.
2: Well, I'm, I'm kind of like Amy. I don't, the, the, the exhaustion of the fight for no reason, I'm not interested in. How many things am I not doing because I'm you sitting here saying? and I also this?
4: believe people are inherently good. Unfortunately, this changed that thought yeah. process for me, well, or at least temporarily. And that's the part where I have to put myself back in check and say, people can be inherently good.
3: Well, and then on the seller side, most of them really don't understand that when you go to get a new insurance policy, it's new. You have to get Correct. all that process again. So your house is checked when it hasn't been checked.
2: I mean, we you know have almost that, like have,
3: maybe they home like these insurance companies should be going back every five years. We had this you recently happen with point. my listing yep.
2: and in Benton on Dillard, which we closed yesterday. Thank you, Amanda Lodadio. Yep. But the the interesting part of that is that he bought this four and a half years ago, and there were issues where they would not be able to acquire um, insurance. Yet he had insurance, and it was insurable and and when he years? bought it four and a half years ago. But and you today,
3: know, like cro- not that home had cloth wrap wiring with the rubber insulation. Correct. Even two years ago, nationwide would insure it. Correct. But now they won't. So you don't know. So unless you're updating your insurance company, hey, I have cloth wrap wiring.
2: But that's really hard for some sellers to understand. Because well, I got it's like it. Why two do I need it? I, right, I'm, I'm currently carrying it. Look, here you go. And then it's gone.
4: Thank you, Amy. Thank you so
3: much. Thank Patty you. and Scott, 850-656-0009. We do take listings and we are nice. It's house talk with Sometimes. a happy ending.
2: Every time. <laughs> Waiting for a good day to happen, you know.
1: Waiting around the ups and downs, you know I I just said look